Come on. Welcome, Lepo. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Patsy Balaki. Patsy, are you ready to do this? Yes, I am. All right, let's let's go. Patsy is the founder, creative director, and feng shui consultant with Zanatica. She is the creator of the Zanatica Way. She helps businesses transform their realities for the better and individuals figure out what it is to live in harmony. Patsy, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thanks, George. I'm excited to be here. I'm currently residing in Houston, from the way of Connecticut, from the way of Miami, from the way of El Salvador. And I kind of want to just go that way because everything that I'm, you know, kind of basically, for me, it's very important to connect the dots and where where am I being led to in my life? And I see that many of the teachings or things that I like to express and share with my clients, with my audience, stems from the fact that ever since I was a little kid, I was always seeking balance in my life, especially in places where there was disharmony, right? In family environment, in school and things like that. And it seems that for me, somehow that, imprint was developed at a very um, early age and I continue to struggle to find the balance right everywhere I went I wanted to kind of shift things around to make things work for me but ultimately when I when I started really understanding where that came from it really just came down to me what is it that I'm finding um, out of balance within me once I made that once I finally came to that conclusion or that realization, for example, it was, it was like a huge aha moment, but a very, very profound way of seeing things. Okay, so it's like, okay, so everything, I can't really control what's happening outside of me, but I can definitely do change certain things that are happening within me. And having to have lived with hepatitis C for over 26 years, you know, having to seek ways of how to live with a virus, how to basically live my life with a virus, having to have constrictions in my life due to a virus for such a long time, had me navigate and seek other ways of harmony, balancing, how to cope with, you know, everything that was changing in my, in my body for example, but I was one of the lucky ones that I got to understand this at a very early age. I was in my early 20s and led me to understand a little more about spirituality, more about Ayurvedic medicine, more about acupuncture and everything else that I was able to do in order to live a more balanced and harmonious life, even though at the time, unfortunately, the medical treatments didn't work for me. They actually caused a lot more damage than having to gain more health. But luckily, back in 2017, actually 2016, one of my gastroenterologists said, listen, Patsy, you can actually try Harvoni. You are a great candidate for that. You have really good health. And see if you can do this treatment for maybe 
60 days or 90 days. Let's see about that. So I was able to do that to eradicate the virus in 90 days, taking a pill a day. But I was not, I was not aware and I was not told about the incredible side effects that this particular medicine had for me. Um, at least when it came to the psycho-spiritual and emotional, uh, and, uh, everything that it brought for me, everything that it was basically keeping inside for such a long time kind of was coming out of me in different ways. I didn't really know how to, how to navigate all these feelings of, that was just coming out through, I guess, detoxing my, my body, my blood, right? It was a very interesting timeline. It took me almost 18 months to get back to myself. I wasn't able to, to even pick up a pen for a few days at a time, sleeping for days. My body was very tight. I had almost like tumors coming out of my my ankles and my knees. I couldn't really walk. It was it was horrible, but nothing else. No headaches, no vomiting. It was, and I kept asking to the gastroenterologist, I said, your case is unique. We don't really have an answer for that. Mm. It was a very brand new um, medicine. And that brought me back into, okay, what is it that I'm going to do here? Yes, it's going to dissipate. And yes, I'm going to have to deal with that. But it brought me back to that place of, where where am I right now? What am I going to do with this, right? So I started really digging back into those areas of my life that I kind of abandoned for such a long time. Why did I get hep C? Why did I contract that? Not in a way that I was feeling like a victim, but more of what's the lesson behind here? Why did I contract hep C in the first place through a blood transfusion? This is when I was, after I gave birth to my firstborn in 1990, and everything that came about that, uh, family, how did they treat me? You know, I had my father, unfortunately, he was so hurt, and I felt abandoned by him. I didn't really see him for two and a half years, and all these things about, okay, I'm feeling like my blood is contaminated. I'm not going to be able to have another relationship with, you know, somebody else because I feel dirty or I am dirty or this is shameful. And I had to, these were things that I was telling myself. And also because, you know, coming from a, a religious background, Catholics, everything is like, okay, it's sin. You committed this. And it's, it was very, very, <laughs> it was very hard, but I was making it more hard on myself than anybody else. It was things that I was telling myself because on the other side, I had my mother who was very nurturing, very kind, and really did so much for me. She took three months off to take care of me while I was kind of getting back into putting my feet on the floor, literally, and taking care of my baby at the time. But little things like that, you know, after a while, Something within me was telling me there is more to this. There is more to that. When I moved to Miami, I started seeking more spirituality. I started seeking more of the homeopathic journey for medicine. And it worked, which led me to feng shui, which led me to see feng shui in a way of 
seeing how everything that we're projecting in our life, everything that we're we're attracting in our life is something that we have a contract with, right? So for instance, seeing how the house is projecting everything that's going on inside you. And when we start seeing that everything is connected, right? A particular sector of your environment is connected to a sector in your body, mind, body, spirit. It's really interesting when everything starts making sense. So for example, a perfect example is seeking balance in my life, right? Or organization. But my heart was in disharmony. I was not happy with myself. So I had to basically start seeing that how much nurturing am I giving myself? How much compassion am I giving myself? And that was a huge key uh, point in my life because it all had to start with me. I couldn't really control anything but my emotions, what I'm bringing inside, the foods that are nurturing me, and of course, the mindset. That has a lot to do with how well you're going to come out of something. I mean, there's certain things that you may not be able to change, right? For example, this thing with hep C. I thought I was going to live with hep C for the rest of my life, and I accommodated my life for it. But when the opportunity came about to take a look at that, to give traditional medicine another opportunity, it was not only a place of being vulnerable, but also trusting again, right? Especially because the, the medicine was a very, a very um, fairly new, but I had a lot of support. My mentors, my functional mentor, my family, everybody was there for me at this time. And that was also a huge turnover. I, th I think a very wonderful help to see that because in this life, we all need support. So that was another good lesson, I would say, to listen to that, to ask for help. And I, I was able to do that. And that's why I'm here with you, George. <laughs> and it all comes full circle or a straight line, yeah. depends. Mm -hmm. how, how, how. Right? <laughs> how, how, Everything comes back. Just back. So I, I, I'm curious what, what, what your thoughts are, what Feng Shui's thoughts are on balance. Yes, balance. We all want to seek that, right? If you, if you have the example of the yin-yang, mm -hmm. you have the relativity of that, which is one has a little bit of the other, black and white, feminine and masculine, dark, light, right? Every, both of those relations have a little bit of themselves. Our, I think ultimately, as humans, we want to be able to navigate in a place where we can be in harmony with life no matter what the circumstances are so being in that happy medium right happiness and sadness come and go they're very they're temporary but if we come into a place where we're able to be in a place of more stability i think stability is what gives us peace and that's what we want to seek at least create in our environment the first things I would say, what is it that is taking away, you know, attention and, and stability in your home, in your head, in your mind, in your heart, and start putting those away, right? Decluttering is a big one. 
I would say definitely just start from there. That's a good tip. Yeah, I, I think that, that 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 certainly does make sense. And I, <clears throat> I, I couldn't agree more. Happiness and sadness come and go. Like I'm happy when I have some ice cream, right? I'm sad when 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 my favorite team loses, right? But that's not that's not my baseline. That's 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 not my stability. Um, but being able to identify these are the things that are causing me aggravation or consistent angst, stress, whatever it is, and that could be. It could be a relationship. It could be something like like a like a, a a problem with 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 my physical house or a piece of furniture that's broken or something like that. It could be anything. Yeah, and times are moving so fast. It's like how much are you going to give that attention, right? Because it's robbing attention from the things that should move, have more importance for you: your health, your relationships how you, you know, managing work. So I would say definitely if there's something that's bothering you, point it out, right? Observe it. And if it's something that you can physically do without, let's say if it's a matter of relationship, have, a, have time for communication, right? It's something that you need to communicate because it all comes down to that, your truth, how you value that, how you respect yourself, right? So if it's hindering your life not to communicate your truth, I would say do that first. And if you cannot do that with the person, at least write it on a piece of paper, write a letter to that person and mm -hmm. just communicate your feelings that way. Nice. But it has to come out of you, right? You can't really keep that in your energy field. You have to kind of set peace with that, release it. Do you think I, I feel like so many of, of, of us and this is me at certain stages of my life um, are just sort of getting by and we're going through the motions and we maybe don't recognize how much better that I could be feeling or how much better just things could be. Um, how do you think about that? I think we're all going through that at this moment, especially having to come out of this, well, we're still in it with this COVID situation that prolonged for, I mean, at least in this country, almost two years, right? It's getting to that point. And now that we feel like we have a little bit of liberty to go out there, we feel like we need to catch up, catch up, catch mm -hmm. up with something that we lost. And I would say at this time, it's really taking a step back and observe your emotions. Like, why is it that I'm feeling like this? What is it that I'm missing? Or what is it that I think I'm missing? And just, just step back and I would say ponder about that. It's good to take a few minutes at a, you know, in your day-to-day -to, -day to reconnect back to self. Really take a moment for at least 30 seconds to just breathe deeply in the sunlight if you can and just get back into yourself re-energize and you know the thoughts again they just come and go if you feel or you think something that is bothering you it's like just poof it away oh there you go you know there's a jealous thought oh there's an angry thought just you know because it's just that if you give it energy and if you keep it inside then that's a different story then you ask yourself why am i why is this bothering me so much that's it
have a what good a, communication with yourself. I think I think it's such an it's it's such a it's such a simple thing, but also so hard and foreign if if we're not in the habit of doing that. If we're not in the habit of if if, if you had told me. 10 years ago, just need to get in touch with yourself. I'd be like, what are you talking about? I don't even know what that means. Right. But it's yeah. that simple thing of just going outside, sitting down, letting the sun hit your face, closing your eyes or, and just breathing and taking yeah. a minute or two minutes, 30, however long you have, that is just the starting point or can be a starting point. You know, what's a good way to do it because I had to practice this myself as I work a lot. I put a timer on my phone. And so in between breaks, if I have a project and I know I'm going to dedicate 60 minutes, 90 minutes to a particular project, I put a timer and I know that that my time is up for that. And then I step out. That was very practical for me to do. And it it seemed to work because I know this is my time, five minutes, even if I could just allow my five minutes to go on a break, it really started making a difference for me. Mm-hmm. And now it comes to that I'm looking forward to setting that timer for, you know, every 60, you know, an hour at a time just to step outside and, and take a little breather. It's something I've been thinking a lot about lately is, is, is prioritization and really everything you've been talking about and being more, um, I guess, I, I, I suppose we're as intentional about the things that I am letting in, what I'm giving my attention to, and then what I'm making sure that I'm cutting out and avoiding. And I, I, one of the things that I've really landed on is is what you just said. It's how just making sure that I am finding, making, and scheduling these times just to be able to push everything back, close the computer, turn everything off, whatever it might be. Because without that, it's just not going to happen on its own. Yeah. And what's even more important to think about is if you are not there, nothing's going to happen. So it doesn't matter if you're, you know, four or five hours at a time in an office and then you're depleted with energy, you come back to it and you have no love for what you're doing. Right. So if you're not really present with your work and things that really bring you joy, um, you're kind of sabotaging yourself. I would say that, like how, how precious is your life that, you know, that's something else, you know, your clients, your work, your family, they all need you. But ultimately, you have to prioritize on yourself first, what your needs are. And that's not being selfish. That's just being more more nurturing, compassionate with yourself. And that's something that we're learning, you know, as a collective, you know, coming back to self, self care, self love, you see this buzzwords everywhere online. And it's because people need it. Again, we were rushing, you know, against time because of this loss of time and things that we were not able to do for a couple of years. But really, where are we right now? Where are you right now? You're still here, you're still breathing, and it comes to a point where you start seeing what's really important for you, your health, your values, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. And that's where feng shui comes about, how to harmonize 
your energy centers, your body, your mind, your spirit, your emotions with what you're projecting in your environment? Are you inviting good harmony and good flow in your life? Are you at all? <laughs> right. Are you? <laughs> what up? I, 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 I love it. Just the, 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 the question of where are you right now? And checking in and recognizing, okay, we are coming out of this, theoretically speaking, we are theoretically coming out of this time, which has been difficult uh, at varying levels for certainly everyone and has changed everything. So this is an opportunity to check in and to say, okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to take a lot from this experience, but let's, let's, let's move forward in a way that I'm going to have a more harmonious and happy life and satisfied life, um, more full because it's an opportunity to do that. Yes, it is. And the timeline, it's also just right. If you're into energy and if you're into numerology, this year is all about love, relationships, family, community unity so on a vibrational universal level we are being pulled into that we are feeling that sense of wanting to connect more but it starts from here and then it goes into a ripple effect right so it's you how much you're nurturing yourself what you're bringing into your inner circle your home your office and then your inner communities in your circles. And of course, your podcast work for you. Mm -hmm. And communicating like that, com communing. It's a big word. Coming back to unity. And think that's what we're seeking. That's why you and I are here. Because we long for that. The people are ready, Patsy, for your difference-making tip. What, what do you have for them? I was really thinking about this. And I want to say... Come back to center. And where's that place? Your bedroom, specifically your bed. So take a look at what you have when you go back to your bedroom. What is it saying to you? What is it speaking to you? Do you like it? See if you can have it facing the door, not directly in front. So you want to be in command of your life. Make sure there's no clutter under the bed. That's a big one. And try not to walk with shoes inside your bedroom. Keep them outside. Keep them, even if you can keep them by the front door, by the mudroom, that's even better. But if not, just don't bring in dirty shoes into your bedroom. Change your sheets all the time, you know, at least once a week. Wash them. And I would also say try not to be more distracted with things like TVs and your phone. You really need to use this time to connect with self, to rest, and to use this time wisely. Treat your bedroom as your sanctuary. Make sure that it's comfortable, that it's your bed, you know, it's not broken and just feel that it's going to be a cocoon for you. That was probably the best thing to say because the bed correlates to health and feng shui. So everything happens there. And when we think, right, if, even if we're sleeping five hours a day, that time, you're, it's probably giving yourself allowance to connect with dreaming or astral travel or anything that it is that you're doing to nurture your spirit. 
So it's very important to see the time that you spend in your bed for that. Well, I think that that is great stuff. It definitely gets come on. That's it. Thank, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Thank you. They can engage with me through my website, Zanatica, zanatica.com. And I also want to say that due to my desire to connect with people, I we're, run, we're doing a retreat in the end of the fall with Adora Winquist. And you can find more information about that also on my website, zanatica.com slash retreats. Love it. Thank well, you. if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Patsy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to zanatica.com. It's Z-E-N-O-T-I-C-A dot com and check out the retreat that is coming up this fall and everything else that patsy's working on thanks again patsy thank you george and until next time keep fighting the good fight we are all in this together